Good morning and welcome to our service. As some folks are enjoying the last days of summer holidays, we here in the Scottish Highlands have had our first taste of autumn. Cold nights and grey days have been with us most of this week, but it looks like the sun is coming out at last. The news this week has been full of highs and lows as well, as the pandemic continues to be with us. Some folk are looking forward to the treat of enjoying live sport, while others face the imminent prospect of further restrictions. In this climate of uncertainty, which is our new normal, we lift our voices virtual and present to God in worship. gathered together as the family of God to offer praise and thanksgiving, to ask forgiveness of our sins, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek God's grace, that through Jesus Christ our Lord and in the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to God's service. Let us come before God, confessing our sins and seeking God's forgiveness. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the broken in heart. Christ, have mercy. You make one by your Spirit the torn and divided. Lord, have mercy. O Lord, all we long for is before you and our deep sighing is not hidden from you. But we acknowledge our wickedness, we are filled with the sorrow at our sin. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver us. O Lord, make haste to help us. May the Lord forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, with God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, we worship you. We give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. and readings for the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. Almighty and merciful God, by whose grace alone your faithful people offer you service and praise, grant that we may hasten without stumbling towards that which you promise. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen.
Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 15 to 21. Then I said, Lord, you understand. Remember me and help me. Let me have revenge on those who persecute me. Do not be so patient with them that they succeed in killing me. Remember that it is for your sake that I am insulted. You spoke to me and I listened to every word. I belong to you, Lord God Almighty, and so your words filled my heart with joy and happiness. I did not spend my time with other people, laughing and having a good time. In obedience to your orders, I stayed by myself and was filled with anger. Why do I keep on suffering? Why are my wounds incurable? Why won't they heal? Do you intend to disappoint me like a stream that goes dry in the summer? To this the Lord replied, If you return, I will take you back, and you will be my servant again. If instead of talking nonsense, you proclaim a worthwhile message, you will be my prophet again. The people will come back to you, and you will not need to go to them. I will make you like a solid bronze wall as far as they are concerned. They will fight against you, but they will not defeat you. I will be with you to protect you and keep you safe. I will rescue you from the power of wicked and violent men. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel reading is taken from Matthew chapter 16, beginning at verse 21. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall not happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world and yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Give thanks to God for this his glorious gospel. The prophet Jeremiah is a favorite character of mine, and to understand him and the other Old Testament prophets, you have to know a little bit of their background. You have to know where they're coming from, so to speak. 
Jeremiah was probably born about 650 BCE in Judah, a tiny, insignificant country whose capital was Jerusalem. This country was at the mercy of the power politics of the day, with Assyria and Babylon to the north and Egypt to the south trying to control the territory. If this sounds all too dismally familiar, then that is no surprise in this part of the world that we call the Middle East. It has been fought over for thousands upon thousands of years. Jeremiah lived and preached during four decades, about 40 years of the most turbulent times in this part of the world. It was a bad time for this small country at the mercy of large global powers. King Josiah had tried a short-lived and largely unsuccessful reform of both politics and religion, two things completely interwoven for Jewish people. He was replaced by a king who restored the old order and allowed the pagan gods to push Yahweh out, even from the temple in Jerusalem. This is the situation that Jeremiah speaks to in the first chapters of his book of prophecy. The Babylonians are on the horizon, advancing to swallow up Judah, which they eventually complete, dragging the rich and powerful into exile in Babylon and leaving the poor and destitute to fend for themselves. Jeremiah speaks for himself, and Jeremiah speaks for God, in expressing intense sorrow over the Babylonian onslaught that the people of Israel are having to experience. Jeremiah is often referred to as the weeping prophet, or the prophet of doom. He wrote, or more likely dictated to a scribe, not only this book of Jeremiah, this collection of his prophecies, but also the book of Lamentations. So you can see where his nicknames come from. He is usually better known for doom and gloom, for weeping and wailing, than he is for praising and singing, or joy and happiness. Our lamenting prophet Jeremiah embodies the words of a lamenting God, deeply affected by the disaster, partly external and partly of Israel's own making. The prophet laments all that Israel is going through. Despite his gloomy reputation, the books of Jeremiah contain some of the most hopeful messages in the Old Testament. Somehow in the midst of all the turmoil, Jeremiah manages to find hope in God. Searching out these nuggets can be a helpful antidote to all the doom and gloom. Some of these are familiar and other less so. This morning's passage, however dreary and doom-laden it appears at first glance, contains a nugget of hope. Verse 16 is a verse of encouragement. When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. I ate your words, and they were my joy and my heart's delight. Eating words seems at first a strange image, but the English translation does not do this passage justice. The word translated as ate means to devour, to feast on, to savor and to relish each and every bite. When the world seems full of doom and gloom, to find something, the very word of God in scripture, to savor and relish with joy 
is a gift indeed. Jeremiah is clear that his joy and delight is in God alone, the words of God in scripture and in his personal life of prayer. He lived through terrible times, and he was not afraid to speak truth to those in power. His prophetic ministry was to say honestly and clearly, the path you are on will lead to destruction. But Jeremiah always balanced the hard message with the reassurance of God's love. His prophetic message says clearly that our only salvation is in turning back to God, the God who will receive us with mercy and forgiveness. Now it seems to me that life just now is all about finding the nuggets of joy to delight our hearts. When the big schemes and the plans fall through, we are left with small things to give us joy. Sometimes they are few and far between, and often they are hard to find. But that should not stop us looking and savoring the small things of joy when we do find them. This is the new skill we need to learn in the midst of this pandemic. It is to look for the small things that give us joy. It's all too easy when caught up in the storm of lament and loss to lose sight of the nuggets of joy. Jeremiah reminds us that God is with us whatever disaster befalls us. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the world we live in. In this time of COVID-19, bless the work of all those who bring aid to the poorest countries of our world at great danger to themselves. Show us how we must bridge the gap between wealth and poverty, plenty and hunger. Pray for refugees that they may be treated with kindness and humanity. That is the least they deserve. I ask your prayers for peace in the life of the world and we remember those who live in many troubled places in great fear and deprivation. Pray for God's peace. I ask your prayers for Bishop Mark, 
give him good health and wisdom to care for and administer the Diocese of Murray, Ross and Caithness, and also in his role as Primus to lead the Scottish Episcopalian Church. We pray particularly and give thanks for Cathy and her ministry here in Strathnairn. Her Sunday podcasts have always been helpful in these troubled times. We give thanks that now we can worship and rejoice once more in what to us is a very special church. Lord, we thank you for your presence here, for the opportunity to pray, for the beauty of the world, the kindness of the people, for the cross of Christ and the power of the Spirit. Help us to show our gratitude in deeds as well as words. Pray for the role of the church. We remember too those who nurse and look after people in every capacity in hospitals and care homes and give thanks for all that they do, especially those unsung heroes who never make the headlines but have given of themselves and their time so selflessly, bringing help and comfort to so many who are suffering from coronavirus. Grant us, O Lord, the royalty of inward happiness and serenity, which comes from living close to thee. Daily renew in us the sense of joy that we may bear with us the infection of good courage and meet all life's ills and accidents with gallant and high-hearted happiness, giving thanks always and for all things. Pray for God's people. Father, we bring to you now the serious needs of people known to us as special friends and neighbours. Let us especially remember in our prayers Peter and Sheila Mosley. Peter has been diagnosed with cancer. We pray also for those who are living alone and are desperately lonely. Help us to be aware of other people's needs and to give them our time and understanding. We pray that you will help and comfort all people who've lost loved ones in this pandemic and are in need of your love and reassurance. Pray for all who are afflicted and for God's compassion. Very, very many people are now facing a precarious future with doubt over their housing, uncertain job prospects, and how they will feed their family. Give them strength to trust in you and not to give up in their determination to come through these very difficult times. Pray for families who face great uncertainties. We pray for all whom we have wronged knowingly and particularly unknowingly, and we pray God for your forgiveness. May we forget our own interests and have the wisdom and understanding to act for the greater good. We pray for your forgiveness. Merciful Father, accept these our prayers. Amen.
join our prayers in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light upon our paths, and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all people in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. You renew the face of the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you and all those for whom you have a care, this day and evermore. Amen. Thank you.